Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Hello there. What have we here? Did I do it? Good? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're back because yep. we double uh, episode, double drop, double drop. So we're talking about celebration news. Um, like we said, our invitation got lost, but we have all the news anyways. Mm-hmm. They sent us a packet with all the news in it. Yeah, uh, official. We Lucas sent Film we sent property. one of our own Bothan spies to uh, <laughs> yeah. Star we Wars stole the celebration plans. Yeah, to celebration to report for us, and so we got the scoop an hour before. Can you tell that this, we're just hit the web? We're just absolutely in pain that we weren't there. Yeah, all of our rivals were there getting the scoop. <laughs> Maybe if we were richer, <laughs> rivals. No, it doesn't matter. You know uh, what? You guys, though, you guys could help us get to the next <laughs> Star Wars celebration by by rating us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> that helps a lot. It's one of the main metrics used to, like, promote. SEO metrics used to promote shows. So if you want to support the show, uh, please rate five stars. Also, Unless you think we're a bad podcast, then also, rate accordingly. Also, we could post more regularly. <laughs> yeah, but we're working We're on going it. to because Obi-Wan. Uh, anyways, we're going to get into the news from Celebration. Now, there was a bunch of news in regards to comics, books, etc. We are covering... Um, on-screen stuff so mostly shows and movie stuff um shockingly not a lot of movie stuff some of this wasn't really a celebration announcement but it came out at the same time there's a couple of those that are uh that the case of that so we're gonna do this in order of what we think is maybe the like the biggest kind of announcement um and not really like based on which projects will be the biggest, but kind of the le- the yeah. amount of announcement about yeah. the stuff. And, and also, I feel like maybe shock factor is weighted in here a bit. Yeah, like, shock whoa. factor. Like, like everyone knows Mandalorian season three is yeah. coming, and they showed footage and stuff. But because everyone kind of knows that, and people know less about other projects that were announced. That's why Mandalorian is a little bit lower. Same with Andor, which is a little bit lower. Like, we know that it's coming mm-hmm. out, um, and we got the trailer, but because there wasn't, like, it's not, like, super surprising or anything, that's why it's a bit lower. But we will start with uh, Young Jedi Adventures, which is an animated children's series set during the High Republic, which will premiere on disney plus and i believe it's either called disney junior or disney kids so i think it's um i don't know if disney junior is like the tv network or if it's like their youtube because i know they have a star wars kids like youtube channel where they post little shorts on there for kids but i i think this is going to be like just a kids animation tv show so um there wasn't really much besides that that existed. So uh, that is the the lowest news. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm like, I watched Resistance, which I'm wondering if it'll be like that level of kids or if it will be like a younger demographic, if it'll be like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse type kids show or if it'll be like... Um, Kind of like how Gravity Falls is like a kid's show, but also there's like stuff in there that older people would mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, but yeah, so animation. I'm wondering also if it'll be like a 2D animated kind of... I doubt in the style of like uh, Rebels or Clone Wars where it's like the 3D model animation. Hopefully not in the Resistance style, just because... <laughs> I hate that style in general. It just it 
It yeah. feels like 2D trying to be 3D, and then it just comes out, like, very oddly lit in, in yeah. a way. I, I don't know. It's just not my favorite. Like, that Pacific Rim Uprising Dude, show, I, and, I just don't like and that And I was style. so excited for it, too, because I was like, yo, Pacific Rim anime sounds awesome. And there was only, like, five episodes, and it took me, like, four months to get through that show, because <laughs> it was so hard to watch yeah but um but yeah i'm curious i love the high republic which um this is the first high republic project that won't be a book or comic Mm -hmm. because the video game might not come out for 10 years and uh the acolyte which is the live action show is I think it's technically in the High Republic, but I don't think it's around the time of the events of the books. I think they did announce recently that that was like a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. So if that's the High Republic, it's the tail end of it and not where we are in the books. So uh, I will enjoy seeing how this fits in with the rest of the High Republic. The next news is the Jedi Survivor trailer. So they had announced that the Jedi Fallen Order sequel was happening, and it would be called Jedi colon something. And it is called Jedi colon Survivor. Not colon Survivor, but... Uh, <laughs> Jedi Survivor. Mm, yes. They released the trailer. I would love to be able to comment on the trailer, but I never finished the first game. Yeah. And uh, that's my summer project is to be the Skywalker saga. And I just I just hundred percent at Octo this morning. Actually, that is sick, dude. Um, I was going through Odo Gunga or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Today, dang, that place is annoying. You're yeah. falling constantly. But yeah. anyways, Jedi Survivor. I'm sure for other people this would be much higher, but like for us, we can't really comment on it. Um, it's set. We said in the last episode, it's set five years after Fallen Order, um, which makes it the same time as Kenobi and Solo. So it's about the 10-year mark. So that's interesting. Uh, I'm curious if, like, if that means that they will have more connectivity with, like, other media or mm. what? I don't, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. Um, so moving on from that. Sorry about that, <laughs> video game fans. Um, yeah, that, if I'm not mistaken, that was like the only video game thing. I don't think that was announced at Celebration. I think they just dropped it at oh, the same time. Because there wasn't a panel for it or anything. And then I think I saw people saying, yeah. like, weird to just drop a trailer and, like, not announce it at your literal con that's going yeah. on and also there are other like star wars games like i was kind of hoping to I, hear yeah more about, i didn't like, hear anything about hunters i didn't hear nothing about, about hunters nothing about eclipse which yeah. i know that's like a ways off but yeah. it still would have been cool to like learn what it's like, about there, there literally could have been a <laughs> panel something called, like that like star wars video games or like, Luc- like lucasfilm games or whatever yeah, and be that's like, like a new thing yeah be like these are what we have coming up you don't even have to like say anything else yeah yeah um uh the other one that wasn't announced at uh celebration but kind of came out during it was kathleen kennedy did an interview with empire magazine um, and we had already said Taika Waititi's movie will be the soonest Star Wars movie to release, but she apparently said in this interview that the movies would be focused on the sequel characters and, like, era and would push the timeline forward, basically. So it seems like um, the shows are kind of filling out the timeline and the movies are creating the timeline. Yeah, which I think is smart. I don't. I'm not sure. Like, like in hindsight, like obviously we like Solo, we like Rogue One, but it is kind of weird that like Solo would have been better as a show. I think like after The Mandalorian was so successful, I think Solo would have been way better as a show mm-hmm. than a movie. And it's kind of weird now that. There's just these two random movies that aren't part of the saga that, like, stand alone. And now all the spinoffs are shows. 
So, like, I get they couldn't possibly have planned that or anything, but... Yeah, and I, I also saw... I think it might have even been on that same thing to where she said that, like, st- not... Like, Star Wars is moving away from, like, trilogy-based. Yeah. And and more just, like, individual projects that are, like, all working together. Yeah. In a way. And so, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, what if we had... It'd be weird, but also kind of interesting. So, like, the next Star Wars movie following, like, Rey and Finn. And I... The only... Yeah, the only angle I can really see this going... And we got a, a taste of it in the the holiday special from like a year or two ago of like ray is now training finn to be a jedi like what if that was just a random like a one movie about that like isn't that kind of strange to think about but i i do think though people have said like when they inevitably do episode 10 but they marketed the rise of skywalker as the end of the skywalker saga so I think it does make sense to be like, um, instead of doing episode 10, do like just a series of Ray movies. Not necessarily a trilogy, since they said that's not really what they like or that they want to do. But like, just do, like you said, like a Ray movie. Do a Poe movie. Like, people have speculated that Rogue Squadron might be a movie about, um, Poe training, like, New Republic pilots or something. It's just like Top Gun. Yeah. Basically. Top Poe. <laughs> Poe Gun. Poe Gun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that definitely changes up what we thought about Taika Waititi's movie, which I know a lot of people were like... Because she had said when they announced it that Taika would do something very weird and typical of his style... So people were like, maybe that means he'll get free reign over, like, some far distant past, like, time period Mm -hmm. that won't connect with anything. But if he's doing a sequel thing, like, who knows what that could mean. Yeah. Well, in light of that, obviously, his newest movie coming out is Thor Love and Thunder. And I kind of feel like that might be something interesting to look at as well. Because, like, you have a, a Thor trilogy... And then, obviously, like, I feel like there's a grand arc for Thor that kind of comes to a conclusion at Endgame. And then Thor 4 is like, well, what's after the, that conclusion? You mm-hmm. know, how do you, continue, how do you tell a story after the conclusion? Like, and you're, yeah. you're left to pick up pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, watching that movie, it's not out yet, but, like, once that's out, yeah. that might be kind of a, I think, a, an yo, interesting thing to look at. That I might think, be indicative. I think by the time next celebration comes around, that's when this will get really serious. Announced, yeah. Like, because each celebration seemingly has like the one thing that it's really about. So, like this one was Kenobi. Like everyone was talking about Kenobi, constant Ewan McGregor stuff, constant yeah. Hayden Christensen stuff. Even though it was already out, like so they weren't announcing it or anything. I think the one before, the big thing was Rise of Skywalker's coming out, so we're going to show the trailer for the first time. We're going to reveal that the Emperor is in it for the first time and bring Ian McDiarmid out on stage. And so I bet by the time next celebration comes around... Which we will be headlining, of course. We will have our own booth. We will have our own panel. We will be hosting the entire live stream. Entirely dependent on if you rate five stars, (laughs) by the way. As long as some other podcasts Mm -hmm. start to feature, like, please bring us on for a feature or something. Please, (laughs) grovel to your favorite Star Wars creators. (laughs) You should have Lando's Lounge on, because they aren't consistent enough. Yeah, I think it'd be funny if for one episode we made a list of like our top three Star Wars gets of like people we'd want on the show or shows we'd want to be on. That'd be fun. Um, But yeah, anyways... uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the next celebration is when this gets, like, heavy focus, I would imagine. Because I still don't think these movies are, um, I still think they're pretty far off. But, yeah, still very interesting. I 
think it is very wise to make, um, I don't want to say the mistake, but do the same thing that kind of the originals and the even the sequels did, which is they do movies that are a certain amount of time after the last movies, so then you just have this giant chunk of time, and it's like, well... It's kind of why Legends had why Legends had to be thrown out is because there was so much of this world that was expanded on, and then when Disney got it, they were like, "Well, we have like no no creative liberty now if we are going to stick with all of these, mm-hmm. so we're just going to kind of start from scratch, basically." So I think instead of waiting thirty years and then being like, "Here's episode ten and then having this all these books having come out afterward that have to either be scrapped or the movies have to kind of fit to them. I think it makes sense to, instead of doing anything after Rise of Skywalker, do movies and then like have incremental time periods where then the books can fill in. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything that's post-sequel trilogy, I am hungry for. So, especially with Rey... Uh, and Finn, and to a degree Poe. I need to read the Poe comics. Yeah, I just and also, it, it, I think it's a cool opportunity to showcase, like, a Star Wars movie to where it's like a Jedi versus something other than a Sith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's something yeah. that's in the High Republic to where it's like Jedi versus... Pirates, basically. Yeah, pirates, or like... A, a little bit of that in the in-between era of, like, Luke versus Knights of Ren. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, yeah. what, what new, like, malevolent force could they come up with mm-hmm. that is, like... Yeah, because I honestly think yeah. the Sith should be dead for a while, at least. And if they want to bring him back, be, like, someone uncovered ancient Sith text or whatever, you know? Like, I don't think there needs to be someone out mm-hmm. there who's still a Sith. Like, they should be dead for a while. Yeah. So, like, what could Ray And not just be like, oh, we introduced this other dark side cult, basically. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It's, it's interesting when a threat... There's a threat to a Jedi that doesn't also use the Force. You know, because that's like... A crazy power. How do you get around that? Any, I don't know. Anyways. So yeah, that's cool. We could speculate on that for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably will eventually. What was announced while we were recording Obi-Wan was yeah. Visions Volume 2 coming spring 2023. I had heard this as a rumor. Um, good to be confirmed. Probably the last announcement of celebration, unless something comes off the presses while yeah. we're recording. Well, I don't. I think. Uh, I think the next, the next panel is they're basically just showing the siege of Mandalore on the big screen, and then they're closing out the like a closing ceremony. So I think this was it. But the big news about Visions Volume Two is that it features studios from around the world, not just Japan. Uh, Japan will be returning. Um, there are U.S. studios. Um, the uh, South Africa. Um, oh, what's this one? Chile, Spain, France, the U.K., India. And so I had kind of said if they did a Visions 2, they could do like a Visions Europe, a Visions, uh, you know whatever like do different parts of the world and it seems like they kind of are doing that but it's just kind of scattershot across the world rather than Mm -hmm. region by region um so that's really cool and i think yeah visions kind of proved that like little anthologies can work and like it's cool to get new voices and and i also feel like it's uh kind of a good a good impact on like the the industry on the whole to where it's moving more and more towards like these grand franchises with yeah. intertwined webs and so like Marvel and it's and Star Wars as well to an extent have to like police the content and like mm-hmm. make sure it all makes sense and build these intricate webs but it's also 
kind of like while everything seems to be moving in this direction i think it's also cool that star wars is like we're gonna like there's room for that we're also gonna make room to give smaller people voices to make things and not worry about all the other Mm -hmm. stuff as well you know what i mean and i do want to clarify that it should all still be anime like I don't think just because it's not Japanese like Japanese studios, I think it's still going to be like anime shorts. I don't think they're mm-hmm. changing that up. Um, but they kept saying at the panel, I guess, that like Kathleen Kennedy was a huge anime fan, so she really Go, uh, and her love of studio, her, anime? her studio Ghibli, is what kind of really got visions off the ground i bet she, <laughs> I was wondering I bet she loves death note <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was trying to think what she likes i was like do you think she watches one piece like she do you definitely think she's watches she definitely watches sailor moon or something <laughs> yeah, do you think she's caught up on one piece do you think she finished Shippuden? bro if how funny would it be if like some years down the line we have kathleen on the show and that's the first question so do you, you what's ever your watch favorite one anime piece? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. You ever watch like, of course, I have, my, I have my straw hat with me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's maybe cool. by then we'll they'll have found the One Piece. Who yeah, knows? maybe, maybe it'll be over. So yeah, that's cool. Of course, I don't think they really announced anything. I had heard rumors that there would be certain plot threads that were like got a part two, basically. I don't know how true that is now that it's going to be an uh, international <gasps> thing. More. Uh, Crap, what's her name? The bunny one. La Pinocho. Yeah, La Pinocho. I did hear, I that do believe they are doing Visions manga, I think. Word. I think I heard something like that. They have, they're doing Rebels as a manga. They did a couple books that they translated they into manga versions. Are just adapting Rebels? Yeah, they're just adapting Rebels into a manga. That's I think they have adapting. two volumes out and a third on the way so far or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, moving on from that. So we had talked about this. It was codenamed Grammar Rodeo. Um, and it was the Star Wars project that was, that John Watts basically left Fantastic Four to go do. And no one really knew much about it besides that it was about younglings and set after Return of the Jedi. Well, they announced that, uh, John Watts is doing it. It starts Jude, stars Jude Law. It's coming in 2023. It seems like 2023 is going to be a pretty big year as well. Yeah. Um, executive producers are Favreau and Filoni, which, given the time period and their involvement, I was wondering, and I don't know if they said this, but could this be like another, like in that Mando verse type hmm. pocket, or could this just be its own thing? And they just happen to be executive producers because they uh, executive produce yeah. stuff. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, the title is called Skeleton Crew. And so that is interesting. an interesting title because it doesn't really sound like a young, like, like a YA kind of 80s yeah like uh coming of age story like like it's supposed to be um and it stars jude law so i'm like yeah so that's is he just gonna be like the headmaster or something like is he yeah that was the most interesting bit obviously very prestigious well-respected actor so it's cool that like Mm -hmm. star wars is getting another one you know what i mean yeah but yeah like i was like as they said, it's a show centering, like, younglings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like Stranger Things. He's not a youngling. Let's just think about it through the lens of Stranger Things for a second. When you're, like, who is the main, like, the star of Stranger Things, you might say Millie Bobby Brown. You pr- might say Finn Wolfhard. But you probably don't say, like, oh, it's David Harbour. Like, yeah. obviously, he's a big character. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's kind of, like, an adult that kind of... Yeah. Or even like o- sort of even like the older the group. even like the older kids are yeah like and so it's weird kid. that obviously like child actors unless it's one of those two people I just mentioned mm-hmm. aren't like famous on the same level that like adult actors yeah are famous and yeah. so if they announce like oh like Joe Joe Schmo this twelve year old kid is gonna be yeah. starring in it people would be like what the heck so mm-hmm. it, it might be that 
but also it's like is there that makes me think like is there an adult with them now like is that kind of where it is or is like yeah the adult kind of an antagonist but not like as in like a bad guy but kind of like what you said like a headmaster who's like mm-hmm. trying to rope them like yeah. stop getting into trouble or mm-hmm. something like that is well yeah and you can have, you can say like it stars multiple people and they're not like the main star i guess mm-hmm. like you could say mark ruffalo stars in um avengers infinity war but he's not the main character you yeah. know um i don't know if anyone's the main character of infinity war mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's interesting i don't think there was very many plot points that were announced just that it was coming basically and it had a title now the first big announcement that was made um, was, well, they did, like, a Lucasfilm panel, and so they did all this stuff. But the first, like, real meaty news is the one we're going to get to now, and that's the Andor trailer. Um, so Andor will release August 31st this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they were filming 12 more episodes, uh, which will take us from five years before Rogue One at the start, and will end one year before. So... It sounds like Andor is going to be a two-season show, which I think it's. I think that's gr- like a really good thing, because like to bring up Stranger Things again, I think if you had a show like that and you said we have three seasons to tell our story, then I don't think I think it's harder to get to a point where it's like, are we overstaying our welcome? If you design it to be. Andor's two seasons. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have... Like, how much can Andor do in like, five years? And that's years, another you know? thing to where, like, since it is Star Wars and there's a well-developed universe already behind it, like, if you think about Breaking Bad, that is something they have to... They Like, they don't have the ending figured out, probably, or, like, they don't have everything figured out. But since... And so, like, it's their responsibility to, to tell a story and then, like, constantly decide where do we want, want to take the story next that makes sense and mm-hmm. kind of, like, extending the work and then eventually choosing where to stick the landing. But since it's, like, there's a story behind it and a story in front of it that we're already familiar with, mm-hmm. and so, like, there are certain limitations and you have a pocket to inhabit, it's easier to be like, okay, this is what the... It's easier to flesh out the whole thing beforehand and mm-hmm. then make sure that, yeah, like, the overstaying the welcome thing is just a sour reality of yeah. television. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, it, like, that, The Walking Dead, yeah. like, if they had said, we're doing a five-season show, it's The Walking Dead, we're not going to cover everything that's in the comics, we're just going to pick the five best stories we want to tell, and then we're done... You wouldn't have this point where the only co- like discussion around The Walking Dead is, is that's still going still on. Watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> that show's still. I I have watched, here. I haven't watched I, past. I think the newer seasons aren't as good as like when it was really like the most popular show on television. But it's still not nec- It's still not. Yeah, bad. I can't it's really. It's just a lot less. I can't critique it because I haven't seen. Yeah, all I've of it, seen but. it, and it's. It's way more human focused now, which yeah. is again might turn a lot of people off to it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So and Negan has like a whole um, redemption arc. It's yeah. Really good. Uh, we're not gonna break down the trailer because number one, there wasn't like there wasn't like big moments in like some other tra- like the other trailer that we will do a little bit more discussion of uh, that did have kind of reveals in it Andor is very much a seemingly a big a big story but also like a very contained one at the same time mm-hmm. um and so i will say more about like the tone of it seems really intense it seems like that paranoia like underground very like political thriller type movie that we really hoped it would be um or show that we hoped it would be and i re just recently like i never i never really cared much for the rebel alliance or the empire like if you had to like i've i've mostly been 
like my favorite conflict was always like the Clone Wars and like oh the Republic is so cool and the Separatists aren't as cool but like mm-hmm. the Republic Separatist thing is so cool but lately I've just found like the Rebels to be so much cooler and I think the show Rebels helped with that but also just like reading like I think I had this book it was called The Rebel Files I sold it because it was I had a, 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 a deluxe edition that was took up a lot of space and they they sell like a smaller less deluxe edition that I want to just buy that version but it was like got into kind of the nitty gritty of how the rebellion works and I have another book still that's like blueprints of all the rebel and resistance ships Mm -hmm. and so i just find the the rebels to be like so interesting because they are kind of like yeah like i don't know if there's like a good modern parallel to them besides like the american revolution obviously but like just these like a small group of people doing the impossible basically and like before luke gets there and they're like oh now we have a jedi and then it becomes the story of luke and stuff before all that, like, it's really just scrappy, like, fighting and, like, really doing secrets and spy stuff. And Saw Gerrera is really interesting as well. So that's the kind of Rebels that I like. And so this show seems to be exactly that kind of thing that I'm like, that is cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've also said that, like, they're going to flip canon upside down, like... People are not gonna. They told us Wikipedia lied to us. Yeah. Which so I'm is really curious with that. Statement. I saw Mon Mothma is uh, Mon Mothma's in it, and she sports a new hairstyle. Thank Let's God. go. Better than that weird bowl cut that she always seems to have. But um, yeah, it looks it looks really I good. They call it a pixie cut. Um, there were actually Phase Two clone troopers briefly in the trailer, and so people were like, "What?" Like, wouldn't they be phased out by now? Since it would be, like... It would be around the time of Rebel Season 1, wouldn't it? Yo. (laughs) If we saw the Ghost Crew, dude... Hmm. And we'll get to that soon, but... Live-action Ghost Crew, I mean... That would be sick. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Andor... Andor is the soonest project. I've said it before as well. It's... I feel like it being so close to... Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's kind of always been a sleeper for me, but this trailer yeah. really hit me to where I was like, this is going to be something that'll week to week be like, I don't know what to expect, yeah. which that, that uh-huh. prospect's quite thrilling. The only thing we know is that Andor won't die. And that will, <laughs> there'll probably be significant overlap between Andor and uh, House of Dragons, so that will be a very yeah. fun yeah. <clears throat> a fun era of television to live in. Yeah. Um, I'm just so excited because I think it's just going to be so, like, tense. Like, mm-hmm. a thriller. Like, the music in the trailer was just very And, and I mean, Stellan the Goat, Scars Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, it, excited he's going to be coming into Star yeah. Wars. Um, yeah, it definitely looks really good. I do... I think it's going to be a sleeper hit. I think... I don't think it's going to get as many views because I, I think people are like Andor. No one asked for that. But then people that watch it are going to be like... Those same people are going to be insane. like, OMG, House of Harkness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So moving on. Mando Season 3. We had speculated, will this come out in that December slot? No, it'll be February 2023. So we will have waited... Um, let's see. One... Over two years since the end of season two. Mm. So I guess, thank God, there was some Mando in Book of Boba Fett because we aren't getting Mando for a little bit longer than I think people hoped. Um, So they showed some teaser footage, um, which I saw maybe some leaked versions of. Maybe uh, we did, maybe we didn't. (laughs) Both and spies and whatnot. (laughs) Anyways, um, so... We're not just going to describe the footage to you, but some of the big things were um, Mando basically saying he's going to Mandalore to pay for his transgressions, obviously having taken his helmet off and all that. Um, It seemed to set up Bo-Katan either as the main antagonist or at least a kind of 
kind of how she was in season two, where it was like, she's not a villain, but she's kind of like sketchy either way about mm-hmm. him, you know? Um, but it she will it does seem like she will feature pretty heavily in the series, yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised if she was kind of the antagonist without being like a villain, you know? And I saw some people saying, I really hope they don't Daenerys her and like just turn her randomly into like a tyrant, which we won't get into our thoughts about Game of Thrones, but I I definitely don't think that that was out of nowhere or anything like that so yeah i i don't know it depends how they do it like if she maybe did i be- will get into my thoughts about <laughs> in game of the Night. but depending how they do it if bo katan did become kind of the antagonist and was very like well i yeah. just have let's to not kill cut her dude. too much slack remember no. i she was she in, was in the death watch <laughs> yeah so so i wouldn't put it past her but um it seems like that's the main angle of the season is the return to mandalore and kind of exploring what that means now um the other big real like really big thing from it was uh babu frick yeah or at or just some members of his species because i believe they said there was three of them uh, like three distinctly different ones were in the footage, but um, no, it you can't do one of them and not be Bob. Well, no, like, he had the outfit and he, he in the footage. Hey, hey, is that what he said? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought don't know. So I well, I've, the, what I've seen is that people said Babu Frick or at least someone of his species is going to be in the Mandalorian. That, I think it'd be dumb to not be him. Uh, because I do think... I think Babu Frick is canonically one of those species that, like, lives to be really old. So, like, they could do him mm-hmm. and, like, not make it weird. And I also think Kajimi is definitely the type of planet that... Um, Mando would... That Mando would go to. Like, it... It also is kind of... Bro. And also... And also they're decanonizing the sequels yeah, at the same I, time. I, that's the dunk we've needed. <laughs> I know. You know literally. what I mean? Just wait for, like, the Knights of Ren to show up in the show, literally. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Mando Season 3, obviously, like, big reveals with footage and stuff, but since it isn't coming out for a lot later, it's not, like, as shocking or exciting mm-hmm. as some other things. Such as, and honestly, the next two stories, how would you put these in terms of shock i have this one just because there was nothing known about it this one because there were some surprises about it what do you think what should we do first? uh there's more to this one i think well let's let's i feel like the next one is neither of those but today right the a new trailer was Oh, released. you want to do that one first? Yeah, I think that I was going to do that one last because that was kind of our big in-joke was we didn't know anything. But we'll do it now. Yeah. The Bad Batch Season 2 coming Woo! this fall. Yeah. So we have Andor August 31st. Um, I don't know how many episodes they said that is or if they said that was at all. I'll Google it really quick. But... If it's 12 episodes, um, like, this this show will have to overlap. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I just Googled how many episodes, not even of Andor. (laughs) How many episodes of Andor? The first 12-episode season of Andor. So, August 31st, count 12, that's three months. So, August, so that's all of September, October, and November, basically. So, Bad Batch will have to overlap with Andor. Like, mm-hmm. it's just gonna happen. Um, bro, Bad Batch put gets us to think about scheduling more than I any know, other like, show. I know, like, literally. Uh, so, Bad Batch, season two this fall. That's all it said. It didn't give a time. Um, they released the trailer. Um, and here are just some things that were there. It's not really, like, a, a breakdown breakdown, but... Uh, there has been a time jump since season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, notably, the character's armor has changed. Um, the red accents are more of an orange accent, which I think is interesting. 
but they seem a little more scrappier as well. Like they've kind of obtained cloaks or maybe like retrofitted kind of new pieces to their armor slightly. Like it, it doesn't look yeah. like the clean. Omega has like a new sort of head. Yeah, Omega has like a helmet and like a new outfit. Her hair's a little yeah. bit longer. And I, I'm curious to know how much of a time jump it is because I would if I had to guess if it's a couple, I would say like a year or two. Because I don't I don't feel like season 1 kind of left us with some questions, not like serious questions, but like um it so like Boba Fett mm-hmm. is alpha in this yeah. it is what we learn and he's obviously a genetically unaltered clone mm-hmm. to where he ages normally and so Omega is obviously Omega she's in a similar vein and so she's not unaltered from Jango Fett because she's a female obviously yeah. but I I was wondering like if she has the doubled age or singular age and so if they're I feel like since I she, think, since no, she is no. in, she has, uh, she doesn't, because she says she knew all the Bad Batch when they were born because she ages normally. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. She, that's how she knew. All that's of what them. I. That's what I was wondering, and thank so you for I that think, reminder because no, I, I was think, like, if she did double and a few years had passed, she would look like a like. She would, in theory, be like a young woman rather than like a, a yeah. So type I don't know. Character. I don't know if she. And uh, Boba Fett are like the same age if they were cloned at the same time. Yeah. But they age at the same rate, like yeah. a normal person. So, but I do think she is like. And that that also begs the question: Where's Beta? <laughs> where's Delta and Gamma and Sigma as well? <laughs> um. But no, I think Boba, young Boba Fett is an inevi- is an inevitability, and um, I mean they name dropped him in season one. But um, yeah, so here are some things that were in the trailer, and the trailer doesn't really say much plot wise other than they're still out there, um, and. Uh, there is one sizzle, though. <laughs> An yeah. unexpected... I yelled audibly. A very unexpected appearance. Literally. I went, Yo! Yeah. <laughs> like, I was alone in my house, but I think the neighbors probably all heard it. Mm-hmm. So, Sid is back. Thank God. We don't, Who doesn't love Sid? <laughs> yeah, Sid is back! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um... <laughs> there is uh, the Emperor in the Senate building, which we saw him as yeah. a hologram, but like you saw him in the flesh. Yeah. So um, I was wondering who is there. Like, does it I just? I think random... someone said it looked like Omega was there. On yeah. Coruscant. I was wondering because it like would they just randomly show like a cutaway scene to the Senate, or is one of the characters there? I don't know. But then I was like, and what's it, are they like planning to bomb the Senate? Like what's the Bad Batch (laughs) doing in the Senate building? I feel like the Bad Batch, the Bad Batch is just like, it's always sunny. The the Batch bombs the Senate. The Batch ships some spice. That would be funny. The Batch steals some spice. Yeah. Yeah. The Batch finds Harrison Dola. I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, it did show Rampart was back, who was kind of the Imperial leader guy. Um, it did show Commander Cody, and mm-hmm. you could tell because there was a uh, trooper with like the facial scars. Um, and I believe it was said that he was the one narrating the trailer, which I don't really remember what it said, but the highlights were like, Commander Cody expresses doubts about the Empire, or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, the big reveal that everyone's talking about. Yeah. A, there's a young Wookiee who's standing there. And it's literally just like a brief shot and it moves on. A young Wookiee activates green lightsaber, cut away. Yeah. And people are like, Gundy! Yeah. <laughs> because very famously, Legend. the Clone Wars introduces a group of Jedi younglings and then just forgets about them and we're just left to assume they all get slaughtered in order 66 mm-hmm. uh but no gungi is a survivor apparently of course he is 
Yeah, of course. Well, or maybe he didn't survive, but they, they sold him into slavery. <laughs> no, maybe, oh, no, maybe Bad Batch Season 2 starts with Order 66 again for no reason. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, he's a survivor. And I think possibly uh, some insight into where he went or how he survived was there was a very quick shot of a Wookiee later in the trailer who I think is supposed to be Tarful, maybe? Who is from Revenge of the Sith. He's kind of like the leader of the Wookiee army. He's uh, he's the one, one of the two alongside Chewbacca who kind of befriended Yoda and kind of saw him off when he left Kashyyyk, basically. Um, and so outside of Chewbacca and Black Kersantan, he's kind of the most famous Wookiee. So, uh, probably the only other named Wookiee besides Gungi. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I'd say probably Gungi's more famous than Tarful. But uh, if that is Tarful, perhaps Gungi was uh, on Kashyyyk during Order 66, or he escaped and went to Kashyyyk after Order 66. Um, mm-hmm. And perhaps those are the two episodes. Maybe that's racist to assume the two Wookiees are in the same episode. But. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, and then there's another All shot Wookiees of Gungi. All know each other. There's, a, <laughs> there's <laughs> another shot of Gungi later, um, also with the lightsaber out. Um, so I, I'm assuming this will just be like a single episode where they have Gungi. Like, I don't think he's joining the Bad yeah. Batch or anything. And that, I just... Now that that's what I expect from Bad Batch, like yeah, now that now like, that Bad Batch is established, as Bad Batch season show, one was coming, and I was like, will this be more serial? Will this be more like Rebels? I guess to where it's like yeah, it's not anthology, but it is like a new thing every episode. It's a new of. thing every week, but at the same time, it's like yeah. it's one so story. Once I got the feel of Bad Batch, looking back, I'm like. Because I remember, like, a lot, most mm-hmm. people not liking it. Looking back, I was like, that was a pretty solid show. Yeah, uh, I need to rewatch it, because I only ever watched it once. Yeah, I, yeah I'm really bad about that. I need to... We should... I always forget that, like, I have Disney Plus at my disposal, and I can literally watch whatever Star Wars I want, whenever I want. Yeah, we have to, we have to start ARC Troopers, is what yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, is, like... Looking back, like, if this is how Bad Batch is, like, I think that makes sense. I think people are expecting, like, oh, this has to be, like, a big canon-influencing show. It doesn't really have to be. It could just be just small little side adventures throughout the galaxy. And the story is mostly, how, like, what is the galaxy like now? Rather than how do these characters influence the galaxy in, like, deep, impactful mm-hmm. ways. Like, it doesn't have to be that. Like, the Bad Batch doesn't yeah. have to be, like, this... They don't have to become this, like... Yeah. Team and, where it's, like, they're well-known throughout the galaxy because I, of their massive impact. And I feel like the main pull is... Because, like, I remember bef- even before the first season, mm-hmm. we are like, do we really care about the Bad Batch that much? Yeah, it was Star but, Wars Ninja Turtles, basically. Yeah, but then, like, I feel like through season one, like, they got me to care enough about Omega as a character. <laughs> yeah. And they got us to care enough about, like, Echo leaving and, like, will they be reconciled to where, like, that... I think that's, like, the big question. You mean Crosshair? The, yeah, Crosshair. Who's Echo? You oh, said Echo. Echo. Who's yeah. Echo? Yeah, Crosshair. Um, that, I feel like that's the main question that the show will answer. Like, will Crosshair yeah. rejoin them or will he not? Mm-hmm. I feel like is that's the space the show has carved out, I yeah. think. And so, so I, everything I, I else, think... the fun adventures in between, or we just get to have fun adventures in between. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so kind of bummed that it wasn't sooner like i think there was that period between boba fett and kenobi where they could have fit bad batch instead of laying it over top andor which also makes me wonder will it be andor fridays bad batch wednesdays or something along those lines interesting so i mean they've done star wars and marvel simultaneously so like the nerd community as a whole 
has had like double shows at once, but not ever Star Wars double. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there'll be a Marvel show going on during that time period as well. In so August? No, just oh, the, in fall the fall in general. Uh I wonder if She Hulk will be going because I know that Miss Marvel Uh She Hulk might be September. Is the next to come out. So that could yeah, maybe Ms. Marvel's in like 10 days though So it's not Yeah, I know, but then That puts She-Hulk in like the Three months out yeah. sort of range yeah. But whatever um, Either way, it'll be interesting to see how that goes um, So which of these do you want to do Last, I guess Which one do you think is the big one? I think this is the big one, but I think we can transition into it easier <laughs> Yeah, right now. sure um, So The other thing uh, is that there's another show coming out fall 2022. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me make sure it's 2022 because uh, I don't want to get this wrong. I mean, they had a lot of... A lot of it was 2023. The rest of it was 2022. So Bad Batch is 2022. They had a lot of like things to show us from the different episodes, which makes me think it's not like... Uh, like it's too far out, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is also fall 2022. How about um, it? But, so this is six episodes. We have known about this. We just didn't know and uh, everything about it. So Tales of the Jedi, we had talked about how there was this panel and they were probably going to reveal what it was. So Tales of the Jedi is animated in the same like Clone Wars Season 7 style as what people that were there have said. Um, and essentially the story behind it was Dave Filoni was on a flight and he thought, uh, I think in between like, uh, shoots of Mando or or something like that. And he thought of this story, like an Ahsoka story basically. And, uh, I think he basically went to them and said like, hey, could I make this? And they were like, yeah, if you do more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so Tales of the Jedi will be a six-episode anthology focused specifically on prequel-era Jedi. So uh, the big thing they said was three of them will be about Ahsoka at different points in her life. Um, And they showed lots of images. Um, There was a brief little sizzle of it that we may also have seen. Um... And uh, many Bothans died to get us <laughs> to that get us these leaks. Um, so one of them, the other thing he said was that now I don't know if this applies to all of the episodes, but at least the one was going to be very little dialogue and mostly visual storytelling about Ahsoka and her mother when Ahsoka was a baby. So presumably this is when Plo Koon finds Ahsoka, mm. finds that she's force sensitive. And then uh, brings her back. Or uh, I suspect will end that way. Um, But it'll be mostly about Ahsoka and her mother. Uh, There will be another one that seems to be Ahsoka as a youngling even before she becomes Anakin's Padawan. Because you can see Obi-Wan rocking the Clone Wars armor, but also the long hair. And Anakin has shorter hair. So they... So some people were speculating maybe it's like they were watching the younglings train and Ahsoka was there and then Yoda and Obi-Wan were like, she'd be a good fit for Anakin. Because if you remember in the Clone Wars movie, Obi-Wan pretends it's his and then she's like, "Um, actually I'm Anakin's. And then it's kind of implied that like Obi-Wan had this whole thing set up basically. So maybe that's kind of what this is. is I feel like that'll... Now that I'm hearing about it, it might make me cry (laughs) thinking about it. And then the other one was Ahsoka fighting an Inquisitor. On her deathbed. (laughs) Ahsoka fighting an Inquisitor, which happens in the Ahsoka book, the the young adult novel. Um, And so maybe this will be kind of an adaptation of that story in some way. Um, I mean, maybe she fought a different Inquisitor. Or maybe maybe it'd be interesting if it was right after that, like right after she makes her... Well, I think it was yeah. Sabers. Yeah, it could be that. Um, it could just be when she is 
uh, like, what's she called? Fulcrum? Yeah. It could just be when she's Fulcrum and she fights another Inquisitor. Like, who knows? Um, but three of them are going to be Ahsoka, which I will say is a little... Given that it's only six episodes and half of them are Ahsoka, and we're also getting an Ahsoka show, does kind of feel a little oversaturated. Like, I like the two ideas. I'm not sure the Inquisitor one is really necessary. I mean, this is coming from having not seen it, but... Yeah, but um, also, I feel like it is another one of those projects to where it's like, it doesn't... Like, it, again, it's not, like, pushing boundaries necessarily. Yeah, it, it it's literally, just more it of literally like, sounds like it was born out of it, and it a sounds, single idea. And it sounds like more of an artistic endeavor as well. Kind of, It, it kind of gives me, like, big visions. Yeah, vibes. it sounds like visions proved that this was a thing that could happen, yeah. which I'm glad for. I, I don't think every to where, story needs since to be Since we're huge. already getting visions to... And I wouldn't be shocked if there's more bad, of this kind of bad batch in the fall. That'll just be another thing to where it's like almost just like a cherry on top. It's yeah. like the sprinkles mm-hmm. to where it'll it'll just be a cool. And I, again, I could also see. I don't. I, I think you mean Andor. Visions isn't until spring twenty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Andor. Andor. I mm-hmm. I also think it could be an interesting thing if they released all of them at once as well. Like, I don't yeah, think that's something I would imagine. that needs to be released Yeah, because weekly. I think they said, like, 10 to 15 minutes short. So it is like Visions, I think. Um, and if they are... It, it kind of sounds a little bit like the, the Gendi Tartakovsky Clone Wars, mm-hmm. where it's very much... It's very silent. It's more... Um, it's more of, like, a visual thing. Yeah. Um, the other ones that they announced young dooku will feature as will young qui-gon voiced by liam neeson's son but qui-gon will or liam neeson will also return i believe and then in the footage you can also see anakin obi-wan mace windu plo koon yoda yaddle tara sinube uh and i believe yaddle was like dueling with young dooku and they released like the image of the 3d model of young dooku and you can find it if you look it up, but Handsome. he he looks pretty cool. Sick. Like it looks like um, it'll go nicely with the Dooku Jedi Lost audiobook. Banger. I think, uh, which is one of my favorite Star Wars projects in the literary world. Uh, but yeah, so that's really exciting. I do think it's going to be kind of a small sleeper hit, and I'm hoping that they do more. Yeah. Like, because I don't think six episodes... Again, like, I think people are going to watch it and be like, that's awesome. Do if more it followed that. the, like, the Visions formula of volumes, and it's, like, kind of low pressure, and it's just fun, and mm-hmm. they release them all at once, yeah. and you can watch them in any order, Yeah, that, like, that is sick, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. so... Um, so the big, big news that I think... Probably broke the internet the most. I honestly, I think Tales of the Jedi was the biggest um, surprise surprise announcement. But this was probably the biggest um, thing that happened Gravity, there. So maybe. they announced more about Ahsoka. Coming 2023 is basically Rebels 2. <laughs> because in the footage, uh, live action Hera which we did not know, but we maybe speculated. Sabine, which we did know. Chopper and the Ghost, Mm -hmm. the ship, the Ghost. Uh, Maybe Jason Syndulla. Um, And the the sizzle wasn't really huge plot-wise, besides it's picking up after Rebel Season 2 and then going. Like, Mm -hmm. and it, it... the fact that Hera's there blew everyone's mind because we had no idea. I'm wondering if that's who Mary Elizabeth Winstead is. I think that it's gotta be. I yeah. Like I, it was, I was even, dumb not. I was to. even thinking about it today. They both have like more of the like deeper like altoish voice. Yeah. And I and also it's just gotta be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I can envision her in the Hera prosthetic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I can see. I can so vividly see her playing yeah. Hera. Um, so while being interviewed, um, someone asked Hayden Christensen, they were like, you have uh, this project, Ahsoka coming up, and all this stuff. And he basically just said, like, 
I can't really talk about that, but I'm really excited. He's like, I, re- I can't talk about that one, but I'm really excited to uh, explore this character again. And so people were like, okay, so so he's in because he was he was it's it was said that he was in it, but it didn't ever come from an official source. Like it never came straight out of Disney's mouth. Yeah, and so I think it's kind of interesting. Like if in Kenobi. It seems like he will commune with Qui-Gon. We also know that after Return of the Jedi, Anakin is a Force ghost. Like, he's out there. And so, yeah. like, who would commune well, with Anakin? <laughs> and is Ahsoka. Uh, they released an excerpt of the Sith, the Shadows of the Sith book. And in the first excerpt, Luke is on the Seeing Stone at Tython, where Grogu was. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he is transported to Exegol. And all these, like, shadowy figures come out to, like, fight him or whatever. And then they are all, like, scared away by this voice. And then I think Luke, like, looks up and it's the ghost of Anakin Skywalker. And so setting up Anakin as a force ghost is being... It's something It's being precedented. So when it happens, uh, I think that's great. But yeah, uh, that so that and then someone else may have also not so subtly confirmed their involvement. Uh, maybe not though, because Mena Masood, who was rumored to be cast as Ezra, uh, we did not get Ezra or Thrawn announcements, uh, which I was really really hoping for. But he tweeted, "Huge congratulations to everyone at the hashtag Star Wars celebration." He isn't involved in Star Wars in any official capacity that anyone knows of, so it's weird that he would, like, tweet this. And then he said, Excited to see hashtag Ahsoka and this next phase of at the at Star Wars universe. May the Force be with you. And then when people were like... What does this mean? And people were like, excuse me? And he was, like, playing coy. So it could be that because he was kind of fan cast, he's just kind of, like, playing into it and, like maybe hoping that they'll cast him or maybe he has been cast i feel like if they cast him why not like announce that though you know yeah like if they were going to reveal Hera, just be like this is who we cast as ezra unless and here was my thought perhaps season one of ahsoka doesn't end with them finding ezra yeah but they've said hey we're gonna cast you but you're not gonna be there until season two right Mm -hmm. and so or maybe like you'll be in one scene at the end like in the end of the force awakens where it ends with them going to this cliff and then ezra turns around and they have found ezra right like maybe he knows he's going to be ezra but like isn't yet you know what i mean and so he's like he's following it but and kind of like teasing at it but like yeah he's not going to be there enough or soon enough for them to like really announce it you know um yeah but who knows so that was that that was really exciting that that is what blew everyone's mind because um obviously it'll be in 2023 it'll be after mando season three though because mando season three is right out the gate in february 2023 so i guarantee ahsoka will probably be like a year from now. But yeah, basically... But they're three weeks into filming, so... I remember, like, the distance between Mando Season 1 and Mando Season 2 seemed, in like, massive. Like, no- like nothing yeah. else came out, really. Except uh-huh. maybe books or something, but... It yeah. seems now, like, we're at the point to where it is a steady stream. And to where, like, yeah. it's like one show hands off to the other without having too yeah, much space. Yeah, that's how between. it is with Marvel. Um, yeah. I feel like Star Wars, up until this point, they have had breaks, though, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there was Mando Season 2, and then The Bad Batch, and then The Book of Boba Fett, like, a couple months later, and now, like, a couple months later is Kenobi. In a couple months, they'll have um, Andor starting, but then from there, it's like, it's crunch time, basically. Yep. Um, So, yeah, that's it for the episode. That was Star Wars that Celebration was 2022. We to, yeah, we kind of had to get rushed through all that. But um, 
Yeah, so uh, I would suggest going and looking up all this stuff we talked about. We yeah. can't really and get that, it justice. And that was just the news. Star Wars Celebration is a grander experience than just news. There's panels with all your favorite Star Wars celebrities. There's Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor saying all their, their meme lines. Uh, and it is, it's just a really heartwarming event. They had the the running of the, what's his name? Like the Wilro... Wilro Hood? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of great cosplays. I saw like one group in one of the live streams, there was like a group that was together and they all played like different they all were cosplaying as different Padme outfits yeah which was awesome and so like yeah I'd say if that's something you're interested in just like seeing the community even if you couldn't go if your invitation also got lost in the mail yeah most of it is immortalized online so that was Star Wars Celebration 2022 uh I really hope to get there the next time they do one um I think it's just a really crazy time to have mm-hmm. gone this year. Like, I don't think we could have, but... Um, yeah, I w- wouldn't yeah. have had the, the finances <laughs> so, for you know, hopefully. such a leisure um, trip. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I suggest looking up all the stuff. At least if you can't find the footage, there's got to be, like, images out there. Yeah. Um, all over Twitter, probably. So... Uh, yeah, so once this stuff starts coming out, I'm so excited for Andor. We're going to keep doing Kenobi episodes every week. Um, and, uh, yeah, hope you like the double episode, because we probably won't be doing it again. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Unless we get Andor and Bad Batch episodes on the same week. So Okay. Signing off. This has been Lando and Lobot. <laughs> the, the Batch signs off. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs>